even when you're seeing somebody who knows their stuff and you know they know your stuff or they know their stuff, but they also know your stuff because you're working with them, right? Episode 863 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, returning from injury intelligently. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, got a few, a couple, a couple, not a few, a couple of new Patreon supporters to thank. A couple of folks that have jumped on board recently. I don't know if they were lured in by the uh, allure of the book club or uh, just want to support the show. Maybe a little bit of both, but either way, uh, Hilda and Sam, thank you so much for jumping on board, offering a little bit of support, sending over the old proverbial cup of coffee each and every month. Uh, need a bunch of those to keep things going and uh, adding a couple more to the mix certainly are appreciated. So thank you all for the support. Uh, if you're not on board the Patreon train yet and you would like to uh, you know, send a, a cup of coffee, a couple of cups, a, a, a pound of coffee, a, a whole you know coffee plantation, whatever, as much coffee as you want to send my way, the moral of the story here, as much coffee as you want to send my way each month, I'll take it, and uh, you can you can send that uh, those those proverbial uh, beans or grounds or whatever uh, my way via Patreon at patreon.com slash disruns. Uh, one one of the perks of being a I, th- I think being a perk I don't know maybe not um, one one of the uh, it, it, the bonuses there you go that's that's a, maybe a better word one of the bonuses that the the all the patrons get is uh, the ability to accrue some points to uh, cash in on some some goodies so you know maybe. Uh, you know, maybe the book club isn't for you, but you're like, you know what? I, I wouldn't mind, you know, a, a free shirt or a free consult call or some free coaching or whatever the case might be. Well, I'm not going to pretend like it's free, but every every month, your, your dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever, um, for every dollar that you support with, you get a point. And as those points total up, uh, there's a there's a a la carte menu of things that uh, you, that all the patrons get to choose from, and you can cash in you know some points whenever you want for whatever is on the list. And we're always looking for new things to add to the list as well. So you know, not not for nothing, but uh, the support isn't just one way. It's it's a way to uh, you know earn a few things back for yourself, kind of like a cash back bonus, right? If I can borrow from Discover Card, um, a patron back bonus, right? Uh, but anyway. Uh, all the all the the patrons that we have right now, I think there's there's 47, 48, something like that. Uh, appreciate y'all so so much. All the patrons in the past that have had to drop off for one reason or other, no worries. Appreciate your support. It's helped us get to this point and uh, helps us to continue to keep going and keep growing. So thank you all uh, so very much that have supported the show financially over the years. If you want to get on board now, uh, Patreon.com/slash/disruns is the link to take you to my Patreon page. You can sign up. You can always adjust your pledge at any time or your support. Maybe it's not a pledge. Maybe it's support. Uh, at any time as you need to, especially, you know, I mean, let's not kid ourselves in the, the pandemic world that we live in. Some budgets are getting a little bit tighter. I get it. If you've got to adjust, that's okay. That's okay. Anything helps. And if you can't support anymore, no, no worries. No, no love lost. I promise you. Is that the right, is, is that the right usage of that phrase? I'm still going to love you no matter what. That's, that's, that's the, uh, the meaning that we're trying to get. So, uh, Hilda and Sam, thank you once again for jumping on board and, uh, the support certainly, do appreciate it. So today, talking a little bit about getting back into running after an injury, which is, you know, one of those, I don't know if it's a taboo topic, but it's it's something that uh, I certainly haven't spent, I mean, I, I'll mention here and there, kind of gloss over, you know, when you're coming back from an injury, be smart and, and progress slowly and, you know, expect that there's going to be maybe a, a misstep along the way. There's a little, you know, sometimes it's a little two-step forward, one-step back, but uh, I haven't really done 
much of kind of the foundational work, I don't think. Maybe I have in various bits and bobs, but never in one place. So we're going to put it all, try to put it all in one place right here. Um, because the fact of the matter is that injuries are a common part of our sport. And as much as I say, and I do say, that most injuries, most running-related injuries really can be avoided, or at least the risk can be dramatically minimized by you know, being smart with your training, doing the little things, um, taking care of your body, listening to your body. Like, there's lots of things that we can do that at least reduce the risk of injury. But the, the risk is still there. And not all of us, myself regrettably included, uh, do, the, do all of those extra things, all of those little things, all of those important things as much as we should. So even though we know, even though I know, that there are ways to reduce the risk of injury, we don't always do them, right? We get a little bit complacent and, oh, everything's good. I'm feeling good. Body's strong. La, 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 la. Everything's good. Till all of a sudden it's not. And we're injured. And then we got to deal with recovering from the injury and then trying to get back into running. And, you know, the, you might be surprised to hear me say that there really isn't a one-size-fits-all timeline for coming back into running, right? There's There's some rules of thumb, there's some good principles. There's some, there's some, um, you know, kind of best practices that we should at least consider and probably think about following, but there is no like do this for this amount of time and then do this and then do this and then you can run again. Although the internet might have you believe that doctor, doctor Facebook sometimes, uh, might might have you think that when we have a little bit of an issue, we have a niggle, we have something that goes on. It's like, ah, oh, woe is me, for good reason. I mean, I'm not I'm not uh, saying that you shouldn't go. Oh man, this sucks. Like I got this injury. Anybody have any, anybody have dealt with this before? Any any suggestions of what to do? Um, get those suggestions. Get that information. You know, heaven forbid, check Doctor Google. Although when it tells you that your sprained ankle means you have cancer, like p- tap the brakes a little bit. All right. You know, it may not be as bad as the internet always has to say, whether it's Dr. Google, whether it's Dr. Facebook, but you can learn some things. You can get some ideas of, of potential timelines. Uh, what are we looking at? What are some things that we should do? But the thing to remember, the thing to keep in mind is that there's definitely no one size fits all recovery protocol for, for a sprained ankle, for a strained calf, for Achilles tendonitis, for uh, IT band. Like there, there, it just doesn't exist. Right, and I know big big shock that that I'm the guy saying that there is no one size fits all, right? But the fact of the matter is, there's there's dozens, maybe hundreds, probably hundreds, maybe thousands of variables at play when we're looking at each and every injury situation. You know, there's there's obviously there's severity, there's injury history, there's overall levels of you know, current level of fitness when you get into the injury, what you're able to do as far as cross training, rehab. Uh, during the injury that's going to impact how long it takes you to come back into running, which is the focus for today, getting back into running after your injury heals. There's so many variables at play that it's impo- it's impossible, and you might even be able to make the argument that it's it's unethical for healthcare providers, myself included, to say, oh, you know, you've got, you've got a sprained ankle. Oh, it's going to take, you know, f- four weeks. It might take four weeks, might take six, might take eight, might take two. All right, which is why a lot of times you hear ranges, right? Oh, four to six weeks, six to eight months, you know, depending on the injury, severity, things of that nature. But even that, boy, it's, 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 maybe it's a little bit more than just 
blindfolded, blindfoldedly, is that right? Blindfoldedly throwing a dart at the wall, but it's not much better than that. All right. It's, it's, it's an educated guess at best in, in most of those timeline prognoses that either we get from the doctor PT expert that we see or that we get, you know, especially the ones that we just get crowdsourced from the internet. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's going to two days and you'll be back. Oh man, you might never run again and all, all things in between, right? When you start crowdsourcing the internet. So it's important to remember that, that we don't have set timelines. Everything's going to be different. Your rate of healing is going to be different than my rate of healing based on all the different variables that make us different. And based on, again, on severity, based on injury history, based on what we did immediately after the injury, you know, did you just try to keep running through it? Did you shut it down right away? What were the first steps after that? You know, then, you know, not, not to factor or not to overlook the other, you know, the obvious ones of like age, gender, life stress, life situation, diet, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to sleep. You get how, how much you're able to, to minimize movement for, you know, I mean, there's just so many variables that are at play. But again, that doesn't mean that there's not best practices. That doesn't mean that there's not sound principles that we would be wise to keep in mind if or when we end up on the shelf for a little bit due to injury. So here are four principles, four guidelines, as it were, that if you're dealing with an injury right now, you know, put these into practice with your timeline. Okay. Or at least, you know, keep them on the front of your mind. If you're healthy right now, which hopefully most of us are, if you're healthy right now, put a little bookmark in this one, put a little pin in, in the back of your mind for just in case, just in case you need this, or just remember that, Hey, if you ever wind up injured, you can go back into the archives and search this one out. You can find it on the website. You can find it on the, on your podcast app. If you get injured uh, before this one falls off the feed, right? But some things to keep in mind when you're putting your timeline together for, all right, I'm feeling pretty good. When can I get back to where I was as far as level of running pre-injury? Cause that's where we're trying to get to, right? We're trying to get back to full run, full, full capacity, normal training, not worried about the, you know, a heightened risk of re-aggravating the injury. How do we get from where we are now as injured and starting to dip our toes back in the water to where we want to be? So four, four things to keep in mind. Feel free to color outside the lines as necessary based on your situation. Cause these, again, I, I can't say this enough. I maybe have already said it enough, but I'm going to say it again. These are principles. These are best practices. These are not set in stone for each person for each situation that you have to follow them to the letter. Keep them in mind, work with them, but make them fit your situation. All right. So here we go. First one, fight the urge to come back too soon. This is a, this is a tricky one because again, we don't know exactly where, where is too soon and where is okay. We don't know. Even when you're working with somebody, even when you've got a, a, a doctor that you're seeing, a PT that you're seeing, a chiro that you're seeing, an athletic trainer that you're seeing, a physio that you're seeing, even when you're seeing somebody who knows their stuff and you know, they know your stuff or they know their stuff, but they also know your stuff because you're working with them, right? Even in that situation, it's not always crystal clear when it's too early, when you need to, to still be a little bit patient, when it's, it's okay to start running again. But there's kind of a danger zone, kind of a, a, a little area from about, you know, kind of loosely 65 to 75% recovered or healed where things are feeling pretty good, 
but they're not fully ready to go yet. And and again, admittedly, this is a very gray area. It's very tricky. It feels good. It doesn't really hurt when you're walking around anymore, maybe doing some exercises, doing some rehab type of stuff. Yeah, everything feels pretty good, but it may just not quite be ready to run on yet. Because let's not kid ourselves. Running puts more force, more stress, more strain on the areas than simply walking does. Probably not earth-shattering bit of information right there. But when you're chomping at the bit to get back to running because you've been out for a couple weeks, couple of months, whatever the case might be, you're like, daggum, I feel pretty good walking. Let me try running and see how that goes. Tap the brakes. Tap the brakes. All right? Fight that urge to, to get back the first day that you're back to, to being kind of feeling like you're walking around normally and everything feels good. Fight the urge to run again. You know, maybe this is a pain-free plus three scenario, although, again, I think that that works pretty good when you come out of a, of a race feeling pretty good as a kind of a guideline, rule of thumb. But coming off of an injury, depending on what the injury is, pain-free plus three might be good. Might be pain-free plus three weeks instead of three days. You know, there's just, there's just a, a lot of gray area in here. But the moral of the story, when you feel like you're ready to test it for a run, especially if you're kind of making, not making this up, but figuring it out on your own as you go, my advice, my tip would be to tap the brakes a little bit. And, and wait just a little bit longer before you try it again. Give yourself a couple more days, maybe a couple, maybe a, a full another full week before you start getting back into it just to, to be safe. All right. Which that's going to kind of be a theme that comes into a bunch of these things. Because if you come back too early, your chances of injury are, are definitely elevated, especially when they're in that gray area of not quite fully healed, but certainly not quite still fully injured to where it hurts every time. Like it's a gray area. It's a gray area. So don't come back too quickly. Suggestion number two, guideline number two, default to easy efforts. Now, this one really is injury dependent and location of injury dependent. But for some injuries, and and especially soft tissue injuries, so muscle injuries, muscle strains, um, sometimes the itises, some tendonitis and things like that, you can often, not all the time, but often, Get away with running at a pretty easy level of intensity without really irritating that that tissue too much. But if you start pushing the pace a little bit, boy, that's when things start to, your muscles start firing a little bit harder because they're trying to generate more force. And that's where you can, you can re-aggravate an issue real quickly. So when you're first coming back to running, probably in all injury situations, but certainly, or I better not say all, right? Probably in most injury situations, and especially true in most muscular, soft tissue type of injury situations, come back in at an easy level of intensity, right? Don't start pushing the pace. Don't start thinking that, oh, you know, I want to get, I want to get back to that, uh, that level where I was before I was injured. You know, maybe before I was injured, I was running at 930 pace was my easy pace. Well, guess what? You've been injured for a little while. Your body's still healing from that injury. You might be at 11 minute pace for an easy pace. And that has to, you have to be okay with that. All right. Check your ego at the door. Come back easy. Come back easy. All right. Uh, keep the effort easy. Keep things, you know, don't be pushing the pace. Don't be trying to, to um, get right back to where you were. No, 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 no. Come back easy as your body continues to adapt, as your body then continues to get stronger, as your running fitness continues to rebuild as you get back. 
you'll be able you, the pace will come back relatively quickly. All right, you'll 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 keep feeling easy as the pace ch- ticks down from eleven to ten thirty to ten to nine forty five to all right. Well, hey, we're back to that nine thirty easy pace. All right, and that's not going to be quite as quick as I just ma- laid out. It might take a few weeks to get there. We'll get more to this more in a second as well. Um, but but you want to default to easy when it comes to effort when you're coming back from a running. It's just less stress on the body, which is what we're trying to do as the body is, is still healing itself. It's not all the way hundred percent yet because even if the injury is hundred percent. You're, some of that, that running fitness, you've lost it when you haven't been running. So we got to rebuild that as well. You know, as far as just the, the body taking the, the absorption of the force and the shock and the pounding, it's a process. So default to easy. Number three, third guideline, err on the side of caution. All right. This, and you can kind of blend this one in with the other ones as well, but I'm going to go a slightly different route on it. Although again, it's still, it still absolutely relates to err on the side of caution with fighting the urge to come back too soon. Air on the side of caution as far as easier instead of instead of thinking about maybe pushing things a little bit, just keep, if, it, if you're not sure if it's easy enough, go easier. But another another aspect of airing on the side of caution, as, as we come back, a lot of times, and I know this because I've coached a few of them, <laughs> uh, and I've talked to several of them, a lot of times folks start to be like, all right, well, Hey, that felt pretty good. Let me see if I can do a little bit more. Start to push, push the luck a little bit, you know? All right. Well, you know, I ran, I ran a half mile pretty good. Like felt pretty good. Maybe I can go another half a mile. That two miles felt good. Maybe I can go three miles or that, that 11 minute pace that, that felt really easy, really comfortable. Let me, let me bump it up to 10 minute pace and see what that feels like. Or, you know, I'm running every third day. Well, what if I, what if I try running, you know, an extra day in there. What if instead of taking two days off between runs, what if I only take one day off? All right. When you're in the process of coming back from an injury, a lot of times the temptation is, well, man, that felt good. Let me, let me see if I can do a little bit more. And, and sometimes you can do that and just be fine. But sometimes a little bit more becomes too much. And now you've re-aggravated and set yourself back, which is obviously what we're trying to avoid, right? When we're coming back from injury, the last thing that most of us want as it relates to our running injury is to re-aggravate said injury or create a new injury that puts us back on the shelf and keeps us from running again. So when you're coming back, and again, this is maybe even especially true if you're if you're not quite sure, you don't quite have a set plan because there is no such thing as a one-size-fits-all set plan. So you're kind of figuring it out as you go. Don't push your luck. Don't push your luck. If you're like, yeah, let's let's try one easy mile and it feels good, Stop. Stop. Better to have a run that finishes on a high note, that feels good, that was a positive, like, hey, all right, maybe maybe I'm on my way back now. I ran a mile, it felt good, and I stopped. Because if you end up running a mile and a half and you, you tweak your injury, guess what? That sucks. That sucks. And all of a sudden, all the that good feeling that you would have had after running a mile and having it feel good, right out the window, along with maybe a week or two's worth of progress, out the window, maybe not all the way back to square one, but maybe back to square three. And you could have been on square seven if you just would have stopped at one mile. So don't push your luck. Don't push the the issue. Keep things simple. Keep things easy. Keep things short and sweet and hopefully ending on a positive note. And then build on that. You know, a couple days later when you go out to run again, maybe you go a mile and a quarter. Well, maybe you could do a mile and a half. Well, maybe you could, but maybe... Maybe that would be too much. Maybe a mile and a a quarter is perfect. Don't push your luck. 
err on the side of caution as you start climbing the ladder back into, into running again. Last but not least, the final guideline that you can kind of use to shape your return to running plan. If you ever find yourself injured, maybe when you find yourself injured, uh, hopefully not, but you know, it's a reality. Let's not kid ourselves. Aim for slow and steady progress. Uh, a loose rule of thumb that I've heard before, and I think it's it makes a lot of sense, is that it's going to take you about as much time to get back to where you were pre-injury as the time that you spent out due to injury. So if that doesn't make sense to you, if, if I didn't explain that well, which is probably the case, allow me to break it down even further with just a, a loose, very loose example. All right, If you're out for two weeks because of whatever, a little bit of plantar fasciitis flared up and you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to give myself a couple weeks to just kind of stretch and, and do some healing here. All right. So you're out for two weeks. It's going to take you approximately, not exact. This isn't a hard and fast rule. This isn't a hard and fast one size fits all situation. This is a rule of thumb. Perhaps you should call it a rule of the wrist. I don't know, but this is, this is one of those kind of general guidelines. And if you got the reference, you got the reference that if you're out for two weeks, it's going to take you about two weeks to get back to where you were before. What do I mean when I say that? Running the paces you were running before, running the volume you were running before, running the quality of workouts that you were running before. It's going to take about two weeks to kind of readapt. Two weeks, not that big of a deal. But if you've been out for three months, four months, you're looking at a slow, hopefully a slow and steady build of three months, of four months, maybe of five months to get back to where you were pre-injury. All right. Does that suck? Yeah. Is that kind of a hard pill to swallow? Yeah. If you've been out for a while, is it like, oh man, all the work is gone? It feels like that. It's not the case. It feels like that. But the reason that's a rule of thumb is that it it helps prevent you from trying to do too much too early. It helps keep you on track with Aaron on the side of the caution, right? Which is what we just talked about. If you're, if you're progressing slow and steady, if you're like, yeah, I have it in my head that I've been out for two months. It's going to take me two months to get back. You're less likely to try to push your luck. You're less likely to be like, let me try one more mile. Let me try 20 seconds faster on my pace. Let me try running one more day this week than the, than the two days that, that I think makes the most sense. Let me try running a third day. You might get away with those things, but you're rolling the dice. So aim for that slow and steady progress. Keep in mind that it's going to take a little while. It is going to be a bit of a process. And if you try speeding up the process, I mean, you're, at, you're asking for there to be an issue. All right. So, so keep those guidelines in mind. You know, if you're coming back from an injury, fight the urge to come back too soon. Default to easy when it comes to the effort. Err on the side of caution and aim for slow and steady progress. Now, as, as I'm wrapping up, and we are, I think we're getting back into the, the long-winded Diz Quick Tip episodes. It's been a while. We've, we, I've had a good little streak of having these things at 15, 17 minutes. Here we are at like 24, and, uh, you know, I haven't even kind of started wrapping up yet. So, you know. We might get to 30. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but as I've said before, this is these are not hard and fast rules. All right? There's wiggle room with all of these, these guidelines that I laid out. There's obviously a lot of overlap between all the guidelines I've laid out. There's a whole host of variables at play. What are you doing cross-training-wise? What are you able to do cross-training-wise? What has what the recovery been like? What is, what, what is what, just variables? the end of the day, good principles tend to be good principles, even with all the variation that there is amongst all the people listening to this, all the people in the running community, right? Be smart, err on the side of caution, 
Keep things easy. Don't rush the process. Don't try to rush back too early. Or once you start getting back, don't try to speed things along. Let it play out intelligently so that this one injury that you're coming back from is the only injury you're coming back from. Because if you try to, if, if you ignore the guidelines and are impatient, which might be easier to avoid right now because there's not any races, right? When there's, when there's a race staring at you six weeks away, it's hard to be patient. Right now, we don't have that problem. So be patient. If you're dealing with an injury right now, be patient. And make sure that this one injury doesn't turn into another injury or a re-aggravation of the injury that just sets you back and slows you down even more. All right? Measure, measure twice, cut once. Better, better to be safe than sorry. What other metaphors can I, can I use here before we wrap up? There's probably a dozen of them. I'm not thinking of any, so I'm just going to wrap up. But remember the guidelines. Play with them. Create your own timeline. If I can help you on that, let me know. Set up a consult call. Shoot me an email. Whatever. Happy to try to help out. But keep one injury as one injury. That's the moral of the story. That's what we all want to do when we're coming back from an injury. So that's that's my thoughts on returning from injury today. Uh, what questions do you have? What what did I get right? What have you what lessons have you learned the hard way? Uh, let me know on the topic uh, at Dizruns on and on Instagram at Dizruns on on Twitter as well. Easy for me to say. I've only said that 600 times, but uh, struggled today for some reason. But at Dizruns on Instagram, at Dizruns on Twitter, Dizruns at gmail.com if you want to shoot me an email. And of course, you can head over to the show notes for today, Dizruns.com slash 863, which coincidentally happens to also be my area code, 863, 863, Uh, Dizruns.com slash 863. We got links, we got photos, we got memes, we got GIFs. I guess we don't really have photos. We have memes and GIFs today because it's a quick tip. Um, We also got links uh, hopefully a couple of laughs. We've got the comment section down at the bottom of the page. You can leave your comments, questions, whatever down there as well. And I'll get back to you, uh, about those. And, uh, you know, if there's anything else that I can do for you, it's probably there at the website. It's also, you can probably reach out to me on social media or via email and I'll see what I can do as well. Uh, and if you want to join up on Patreon, that's there on the website too. Patreon.com slash Dizruns, uh, kick a, a, a buck or two or five my way each and every month. Or, you know, if you want to do more than that, I'm not going to stop you. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll take, we'll take whatever kind of shekels you can, you can throw in the coffers. Um, it all helps to, to support the show. Thanks again, once again to, uh, Hilda and Sam who've jumped on board in the last, uh, last few days, last week or so, I guess, uh, appreciate y'all's support. And, uh, until next time, if there's anything else that I can do for you, let me know. But, uh, if not be well, take care, happy running, talk soon. See you. See <laughs> you.